Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, we crank the 3D slider up to the headache setting. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's going so good. Oh, so good, man. Here's the thing. It's a little bit windy. It is. Uh, it makes it cold. Also true. Uh, I don't have follow-up statements for this. Did you see that moon earlier this week? Great moon. Great moon. Solid moon. Man, it sure did kind of disappear for a little bit and turn red. Craziness in the sky. Yeah. Um. Speaking of craziness in the sky, my copy of Sonic Forces, you know you want to borrow it. You can play it on a plane. That's the in the sky part. The craziness is the game is strange. <laughs> you can borrow my copy of Sonic Forces. All you need to do is email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com with a, a little bit of information. Your mailing address. For example, yeah, there really doesn't need to be any other information, just your mailing address. And when I send it to you, you play it for as long as you want. You send it back, and that's it. I really admire the effort you just put in to uh, make your segue into that make sense. Thank you. Uh, it's a uh, look. Some people will tell you that segues make themselves the best segues. You don't even see, but I think for a segue to really work, it's got to be clumsy. <laughs> and someone's first of all, someone has got to point it out after it happens. <laughs> Otherwise, what was the point of you making the segue? Well, that's why I'm the co-host. <laughs> well, is to I point think, it out. That's I think my we, job. I think we, I'm the point man. We co-host this show together, right? Yeah. You're not Andy Richter. No. And I'm not Conan O'Brien. <laughs> and we've been Nintendo Cartridge Society. <laughs> good night, folks. All right. So, but instead of good night, we are going to be talking about uh, one of my favorite Nintendo platforms. Should we just get into it? Yeah, let's just get into it. Look, we're going to play some music, which means we can start actually talking about it. The Nintendo 3DS is what we're talking about today. So I wanted to talk about this because I feel like when the Switch came out, mm -hmm. uh, I was guilty of this too. I was like, the 3DS, who needs it? Right. The that, garbage bin of history. Right. It uh the 3DS is now like an old t-shirt. And you know like when like the neck is worn out and you're like I know I liked that thing once upon a time. Yeah, and it's not stressed in a vintage way. No, it's in like a like it's a busted shirt kind of way. You can't wear it, someone will make fun of you. So that's how I was treating the Nintendo 3DS. And that is really selling this system short. I agree. Well, and I, I mentioned this at some point in the last couple of weeks, uh, maybe just while during our conversation about uh, Bowser's Inside Story, um, that Nintendo has this big legacy of dual screen experiences now with the, the DS, the 3DS, and the Wii U, that if the Switch is the true you know, uh, standard bearer for the future of Nintendo, and it probably is, um, we'll just be left behind. That thing only has one screen screen that we like we can take it with us wherever we want we could throw it up on our tv but it's still just one screen and 
I think like the newness of the Switch is also really exciting. Yeah. Because the 3DS at this point has been with us for almost eight years. Yeah, it'll be eight years in February. And so it's like not new anymore. There's nothing really exciting about it. And for a lot of people, it's games that you maybe played seven years ago, which is an eternity ago. Yeah. Yes. It's a very long time. Um, Because it does, it even straddles like the, the line of like the previous generation, right? Of, of the, like, of the, it's like a contemporary of late Wii, you know, like it predates the Wii U. So like in, in, in Nintendo parlance, it's way back there. And, you know, it, I think there's also just something like the transition from the Wii to the Wii U that like the branding gets a little bit muddy in our brains. So like we don't really always remember what was a DS game and what was a 3DS game. Especially since the Nintendo DS was such like a revelation and yes. an unexpected surprise that when the Nintendo 3DS didn't strike like strike lightning again right out of the gate. I don't know. It's always just had, I feel like the reputation is the lesser system. And I think that's true in sheer volume of the game library. But especially with how affordable a 3DS is now and not everyone can buy a Switch. Like, if you can get a 3DS, yeah, you have got access to a ton Like, a of lifetime games. of games. Yeah, I mean, almost literally a lifetime of games because not only are there a lot of, just a lot of good games on here, there are a lot of games that you can pour hundreds of hours into. Animal Crossing, any of the Pokemon games, any of the Fire Emblem games, meaty experiences. And that's not even counting that the 3DS can play any Nintendo DS game out of the box. Because there are a lot of great Nintendo DS games that didn't also get ported to the the 3DS. Right. Like Chrono Trigger, for example. I still think Chrono Trigger DS is the definitive way to play that game. Yeah, and it's still, it's, uh, there is, isn't there some, like, stretching or something that happens on on one of the screens when you play DS games on 3DS? Yeah, you can, there uh, is, like, yes, that is true. It, uh, like, the 3DS's bottom screen is larger than the DS's. Right. And so it stretches it, but you can, there's There's a a, pixel perfect mode. There is a pixel perfect mode. Um. But, you know, even that, so, like, maybe the the ideal way to play uh, DS games is on the DS, but the 3DS, you know, is will still do it, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, so basically we wanted to sing the praises of a system that I think has been overshadowed by the, res- like, the resurgence of Nintendo and the success of the Switch. Absolutely. So we made little lists. Mark said, hey, let's make lists of five games each, um, and... I, uh, you know, sort of followed those instructions. It was a good starting point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my list is co- oh, like your list is enormous. Okay, large. great. <laughs> but when when I so what I did for this is I went to the Wikipedia page that just listed all of the Nintendo 3DS games. There's over a thousand. Yeah. Um. There and again, this library goes back to 2011. There were so many games that came out for the system that I completely forgot about that are complete, like, completely awesome. Right. Amazing experiences. Right. Must plays or, or, or whatever. Are yeah. just, like, so, like, kind of old hat to us. But if you were getting into 3DS now or you never really got into 3DS's library, there's so much here. Yeah. Well, let's, I, I'd like to hear, uh, g- g- give me something. Mark. Okay. So here, here's one of my first picks is Animal Crossing New Leaf. Animal Crossing New Leaf. We've talked about uh, Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah. Give it up. Uh, Animal Crossing New-, <laughs> New Leaf 
for me, I know the uh, Animal Crossing series did not um, start on handhelds, but to me, the definitive version of Animal Crossing thus far is New Leaf. Yeah. And before that, it was Wild World. It was the DS version. Um, and I'm really interested to find out what Animal Crossing 2019 looks like. On uh, the Switch, yeah. But City Folk on Wii was a huge disappointment. And uh, New Leaf is... I feel about New Leaf like I feel about um, Smash Brothers Ultimate or Mario Kart 8, where it's like, oh yeah, this is the definitive, almost perfect form of what an Animal Crossing game as we know it can be. Right, this is what it always should have been. Uh, there uh, Was that also... What was the name of the update to... Welcome Amiibo? Yeah. Wh- something like that? Or, or just Welcome... Yeah, maybe it is Welcome Amiibo. Um, But, I mean, like, it was a game that already was, like, a bottomless well of content that they were like, "Mm, here's more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much else to say. This Basically, this entire episode is just going to be me singing praises of, like, really great games. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, it is amazing how long you can have that conversation just about amazing (laughs) 3DS games. Because I think we're we're gonna hit, uh, we both have like kind of fat lists, and I I don't think we're gonna have really that much overlap. And I think I was avoiding some things that I am like, well, obviously this is uh, so you know we'll we'll see if uh we need to like loop back around and be like, oh yeah, also here's a million other great experiences on this thing. Uh, can I do one? Yeah, please. Uh, I'm gonna start with a game that I mention uh almost every time that we're talking about like good games that we're not freaking out enough uh, about. Uh, pocket card jockey. Um, this is a uh, a, a game where you race horses, uh, and the game mechanic by which you race these horses is you play solitaire. Um, and it is a near perfect video game. Uh, it'll cost you seven dollars, uh, and it is amazing the art is great the like story mode is you know like you can uh buy items for your horses so what like, is the art style it's just like a car it's just like cartoony it, it looks like a, a warioware game almost. oh okay okay um yeah and it's just like it has you, you know solitaire is such like a, a simple uh concept um but like the game throws like weird little and n- none of them are like hard obstacles to overcome but it's just like oh you know like if you tap on uh, these cards too many times they they like burn up and go away and it's like oh okay well that's one little obstacle uh, and like you're trying to do all of them under like little time time restraints and like it's just one of those games that like will take all of your attention and you'll look up and be like well three hours have passed is it game freak the developer yeah that it's, one? it's a game freak game uh so it is of good uh good stock uh and just i mean there's as far as I know, no end to the game. Like, you can just keep getting new horses and getting new people to sponsor your horses and just keep racing them by playing solitaire. It's amazing. I love Pocket Card Jockey. So uh, I'm going to piggyback off of that and talk about another game from, uh, like, name brand developer that's just kind of a weird one-off for the 3DS. In this case, it's a three-off. Oh, I know talking exactly. about Box, Box Boy! <laughs> developed by HAL Laboratories, uh-huh. Box Boy. There are three games in it. Uh, the most recent one is Bye Bye Box Boy. That's the one I picked up. Mm-hmm. They are little uh, puzzle games where you're a cute little cube and... A box. Cubie. <laughs> and you can extend yourself by, like, a certain number of boxes, mm-hmm. and you're you're figuring out how to 
uh, get out of stages or like little like platform yeah. levels based on mm-hmm. how many how you can configure yourself with those boxes. Yeah, and sometimes it's a part. It's like uh, you're you're making a shape and then like throwing that shape somewhere so you can like get over some spikes. And sometimes you are like making yourself a longer piece so that like you stick into the wall somewhere. Um, and it's it's got like the like perfect threshold like all of the puzzles are just perfectly designed uh where like i i would say uh at least half of the puzzles when i start them i'm like i have no idea how i'm gonna do this and then i'm like staring at it for two minutes three minutes and think i'm never gonna solve this and then you do <laughs> it's also really cute like simple but cute graphically uh-huh they're like five bucks each it's a joy and there are five of them. Like there are a lot of these games. Go play them. They're they're very, very good. Um, all right. My next pick is my first cheat of the night. Uh, it's a plug for the 3D classics. Uh, specifically as led by. Uh, here are three good examples of uh the 3D classics on this thing: Kid Icarus, Kirby's Adventure, and Excite Bike. Do you want to explain what the 3D classics are? Because I feel like that's something that was early in the Nintendo 3DS's life, but Nintendo kind of uh, stopped making these games. Yeah, so it is it is largely uh, re-releases of NES games that have been, um, f- like, done up in 3D graphics, and then, like, everything about them is enhanced in some way. Not 3D graphics, meaning, like, polygons. 3D graphics is in, like, they have, like, parallax, Yeah, right? the, the, so the they, stereoscopic 3D. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, this is uh, especially nice if you're using a new 3DS that is um, tracking your uh, head position, and you can actually play with the 3D on, uh, so you're not, like, sitting in a neck brace and <laughs> keeping your head perfectly still as you play them. Like Virtual Boy? That's right, like the Virtual Boy. Um, but Kid Icarus 3D... Uh, first of all, it takes all of the, the, so the backgrounds in the original Kid Icarus are just a black background, um, which is fine for whatever, but like, uh, is, is such a limitation to the game, uh, and takes away, you know, one like core component of storytelling, which is like actually selling you on the location. When you're playing the 3D classics version of the, the first level of Kid Icarus, you can tell that you're like ascending up a, a mountain. Uh, and oh, like cool. into, into the heavens, which is never the impression that you get actually playing this game on the uh, on the NES. Um, and just having this like little bit of uh, distinction between like the layers of like you're in the foreground and that stuff's in the background. It feels like a fun. We were talking about H two uh, D HD uh, last or on on Tuesday uh, was part of the like Octopath Traveler style, and that actually comes out a little bit in. Uh, the 3D classics, and specifically um, Kid Icarus. Uh, the other thing that Kid Icarus uh, 3D classics does is that it fixes Pitt's jump. So you can keep jamming on the jump button to like make him float down, uh, and it just makes the game playable. Um, it gives you just a little bit more agency over what the character can do, uh, which turns out is the difference between the game being impossible and being possible. And those are available in the eShop. Those are all available in the eShop. There's no like bundle for them yet. Um, and when I say yet, I mean there's no bundle for them. <laughs> um, but uh, other other games that uh, are um, the the ports of them are are really good and uh, you know like additive to have them in 3D. Kirby's Adventure and Excite Bike. Excite Bike. It zooms you way out, uh, so like the view of the track that you get is just huge. Um, and the game already has like some sort of pretend depth to it, um, and so actually having 3D in there actually 
feels pretty cool. Um, and then there's a, a bunch of other uh, 3D classics, and I can't vouch for any of these as I haven't played them. Um, but uh, Urban Champion, uh, Twin B, Sonic 2, and a Sega Classics Collection. Um, you know, that's uh, if uh, I do have the Sonic 2, and that, that's fun as well. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it's a, for all of the good games that are on 3DS, uh, there are so many ways to play games from other platforms on this thing. And I think that these NES games are all served really well by being presented in 3D, which is like some touch-ups to uh, backgrounds and presentation and stuff. So jumping from the retro games, a game that I w- really wanted to call out, but again, kind of forget happened, is Super Smash Brothers for 3DS. Yeah. What a marvel this game is. Yeah. It's so, it's, I, I don't have it on my list. I did play so much of this game. Um, I do feel like it is effectively replaced now by Ultimate. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you do not have access to a Switch and you do have access to uh, a 3DS, uh, man, S- Smash for 3DS really gets the job done. It works remarkably well. It feels like a full, uh super smash brothers game like it doesn't feel like there are compromises again i didn't have a wii u and so that that was the way that i have experienced totally yeah um smash 4 the most and i feel like i got a lot of it yeah i did have a wii u and i put way more hours into the 3ds version um and you know i don't i don't really know what that is i partially because it's fun to play a fighting game when you're traveling um, or like when you're on a plane and you're like, how am I going to grind away some hours? Like, oh, I'm going to do it by playing an, an amazing fully featured uh, party game. Yeah, I remember being in jury duty and the Wi-Fi in the courthouse was broken, but I had my 3DS and I just played Smash all yeah. day. It was yeah. amazing. Plus, you're going to be able to play way more Smash on 3DS on one battery charge than you are on uh, of Smash Ultimate on your Switch. You know, one of those things is going to make it a full flight across the country. The other one is not. Um, man, yeah, what a good game. And there's just so much to, like, dig into there if you really want to, like, go for it and, like, try to do everything. Not all the modes are uh, slam dunks, but, like, I don't know. I put a ton of time into that. Uh, is it called Smash Run? I put a ton of time into that, even though it's not that good. Um, it's just a lot of fun to play. Uh, all right. Next game on my list is Super Mario 3D World. Um, the sort 3D of, Land? Yes. Yes, you're correct. The Yes, the predecessor to 3D World. I have it written down as World. I'm going to change that. Hold on. I'm just going <laughs> to... Let change, the record show. I'm just changing this mm-hmm. to 3D I'm Land. confirming it as the co-host. I confirm that that is what happened. So this invented a genre of Mario game, and we don't talk about that enough. Super Mario 3D World is where like the formula is perfected, but Super Mario 3D Land does such a great job of giving you this like half 3D. I mean, it is all 3D, but like that really course-based 3D, but not Galaxy um, style game. It's great. It's long. You play through it basically twice. Once is Mario, once is Luigi. Um, there's just so much content to it, and it's uh, super fun. Uh, Ocarina of Time 3D. Next on my list. Yes. The definitive way, as far as I'm concerned, the definitive way to play this game. Totally. It's so good. I'm really excited for Majora's Mask being part of uh, mm-hmm. the Nintendo Selects program, because I haven't played it yet. 
And after playing Ocarina of Time 3D, which we did last year um, when we were ranking the Ocarina of Time dungeons, uh, to see how like well it was remastered. Uh, so many little quality of life fixes. I'm, so much presentationally better. I'm really excited to play Majora's Mask that way. Yeah. Um, so actually, it's one of my bonus items. Uh, just that this is, this is where you go to play Zelda games. You can play The Legend of Zelda, Zelda 2, A Link to the Past, Link's Awakening, uh, Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Link Between Worlds, Triforce Heroes, and uh, Hyrule Warriors, all on this system. That's amazing. That's like a dozen Zelda games. There is not another Nintendo system on which you can play this many Nintendo or this many Zelda games. Especially, so Link Between Worlds is on my list yep. as just an... A uh, really incredible, great game. Throwback Zelda. Yeah, and uh, Hyrule Warriors. I haven't played, but how remarkable is it that you can play Hyrule Warriors on a 3DS? It's pretty crazy. I think it is. It is it new 3DS exclusive? Mm, that's a or, good question. Or maybe it just really chugs on. Uh, I, I'm sure it chugs <laughs> on a regular. <laughs> oh, 3DS. it's gotta. <laughs> But, like, that's amazing. Yes, yes. Like, that's a Wii U game and a Switch game. Like, the Switch game is more important to the 3DS version because they kept adding content to the 3DS version after uh-huh. they had abandoned the Wii U version. Yeah. I mean, if if you want to play a bunch of uh, Zelda games, yeah, it doesn't have, like, the newest, newest Zelda games. Uh, weirdly, you got to go to the Wii U to get all of those. The Wii U is also a good little, like... Uh, library of zelda games that's where you can play wind waker and twilight princess and uh breath of the wild and but we use not like 80 bucks no exactly in fact we use are currently going up in price um but yeah it's uh the ocarina of time is totally the the this is the the place to play it and the fact that you can have all these other zelda games on the same machine is remarkable yeah like what a bummer that we're not going to at least for the foreseeable future not going to have a Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D available on the Switch. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Um, I, I mean, and one of the things that we see in Ocarina of Time 3D that makes it uh, so nice uh, is, man, that second screen inventory system. Uh, it's just so handy to not have to pull up a men just to glance down and go, oh, okay, I want this now. Yeah, even if you did port the game to the Switch, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, it would lose some of that magic. Um, and the game also looks and plays well in uh, in 3D. Like, you know, it's, uh, it's some of these games that we're going to talk about don't have 3D functionality um, or have limited 3D functionality, like uh, uh, Pokemon. Um, but uh, you know, that one does and looks great. Uh, the next item on my list here is WarioWare Gold, um, because that game is also a nonstop font of uh, just you know eight second long game experiences that you can just make it come at you over and over and over again it's also like just a really good example of if you like the warioware games that you maybe remember the most fondly like the uh game boy advance versions Uh and maybe even the ds versions like this takes all of those and puts them into a single game because unless you have your ds or or your advance, you right. know, you're not gonna be able to play these WarioWare micro games anymore. Yeah, because I mean the WarioWare games are always good about uh, taking what's unique about a platform and uh, making you inter interface with it that way. 
So like the Wii version, you know, it's all Wii Wii remote uh, based stuff, and the um, the Game Boy Advance version had the like the accelerometer in it. So like it was all about tilting, and like this game just it uses it translates all of that to the 3ds which does have an enormous number of ways that you can interact with it you can tilt it you can draw on it you can push the buttons it's it it, you can blow on it there are blow games in this thing where you blow on the speaker um so yeah it's just it, it does such a good job of showing off what the 3ds can do and making that like an extension of what all these other nintendo nintendo consoles have been able to do one thing that uh Look, I love my Switch. One thing I didn't realize I was missing until it was taken away. Blowing on it? Are, <laughs> no, are Miis being featured prominently uh-huh. in Street Pass yeah. for the Nintendo 3DS was such a cool feature. So for those of you that don't know, Street Pass was basically if you put your 3DS in um, sleep, so you just like closed the clamshell but didn't power it down. Uh, if As you were walking around like at the airport or on the train or something... If somebody else had their 3DS, then uh, the like NFC signals would interface. Right. And they, they would share information with each other. And their me would show up on your system, and your me would show up on their system in uh, like the street pass or whatever. I can't remember what it was called. Like yeah, like the the yeah. I don't. Me Plaza. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Might be a thing. But anyways, and uh, they use this in the 3DS. Nintendo made some absolutely bonkers insane games yes. that featured Mii's, like Tamadachi Life, mm-hmm. which, if you've never looked up this game, it's, I guess you could say it's kind of like Animal Crossing, but with Mii's, but that's selling it way short. This game is... It's way crazier than that. Absolutely bonkers. I encourage you to look up a video on YouTube by Chris Scullion, also known as Tired Old Hack, uh, he used to work for the n- official Nintendo magazine in the UK. And he, uh, when this game was being released, he made a video where it's Morgan uh, Morgan Freeman me being backed up by a bunch of other celebrity me's in like a hot air balloon performing a musical number that he, uh, Chris wrote the lyrics to because you could do that in Tamadachi Life. Yeah. Like it's so bonkers and so insane, but like so much fun. And uh, I kind of miss that about Mies. I kind of miss, like, the making one that looks like you, and you're like, oh, my gosh, it does actually look like me. Yeah, I mean, that that is... Because they are still on your Switch, right? Like, the Switch yes. has uh, a, a me maker, but, like, you got to kind of dig for it, and it it's not it's not something that, that Nintendo's really pushing anymore, which I, I agree is is a little bit of a bummer. Like, having those avatars is nice and i i I do miss them um they're one of my favorite things uh with with me's and on on 3ds when i was really into uh smash on the 3ds i made characters for all of uh because you could make your own you know uh, me characters i made characters for each of uh andy daly's characters from the andy daly podcast pilot project so i made one me that's just andy daly Right, and then I made Chip Gardner and uh, Dalton Wilcox, and uh, you know all, all of these characters, uh, Patty McMahon, um, and so you know they're all in my version of uh, Smash for 3DS, which is cool. But then also, uh, you know, uh, maybe like a year ago or whenever it came out, uh, I was playing Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers, and 
all of those, not all of those characters, but a lot of those characters are me characters that they turn into animals and then just keep the names that you gave the me's. So at one point, I approach a mouse who's sitting at the bar and he's wearing glasses and has blonde hair and he says, hi, I'm Andy Daly. <laughs> That's a little bit of magic. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, completely bonkers. And some of that like fun is of is apparent in the Nintendo 3DS that Nintendo has moved away from in the new generation. Yeah, trying to be cool. Uh, this is my last official entry on here, but I've got one more, uh, one more bonus one. Um, this is just kind of a shout out to all of the uh, turn-based strategy games that are on the 3DS, but specifically Codename Steam, uh, which is in, uh, developed by Intelligent Systems, the, the company that does Fire Emblem. Um, and it is a, uh, a, God, I don't even really know how to describe it. It's like an over-the-shoulder XCOM-style uh, turn-based strategy game where you play steampunk versions of alternate history characters slash classic literature characters. You're going to be like, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm uh, draw, drawing blanks. You're going to be John Henry and the lion from um, the Wizard of Oz, and you're doing these turn-based tactical missions against aliens, uh, and you're like trying to save, you know, the the United States. It's a crazy game, uh, and the strategy is so good and so tight. And it's just fun to play. And like one of the big criticisms of the game right when it came out was that the enemy turns took forever. Uh, but you can speed them up now. Uh, they patched it in later so you can uh, play the enemy turns back at like double speed. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, in a, in a broader sense, there are a ton of turn-based um, uh, strategy games on this thing. They're mostly Fire Emblem games. But this is the Nintendo 3DS is really where Fire Emblem became a Nintendo A tier franchise. Sure. Yeah. Like Awakening completely changed the game for Fire Emblem. Absolutely. And if uh, if that game like does it for you, then Fates. There are three versions of Fire Emblem Fates. So like, you can just stop that. You can say, oh, just those two Fire Emblem games. That's and there's so much there. I don't even need to. What? There's another one, and then you play Echoes, uh, Shadows of Valentia, and you've got like another amazing and like different enough experience that it won't feel like you're treading the same territory over and over again. And then you have Fire Emblem Warriors, and then you have Fire Emblem which Warriors, which is also playable on maybe just new 3DS, maybe just new 3DS. But that's another game that that is a Switch experience. Yes, that if you don't own a Switch, is available to you on the 3DS. Totally. Fully featured. Uh, why don't you go ahead and do your bonus one? Because uh, I don't have specific games anymore that like I've played. I just want to talk about like general. Sure. Con- well, my, my, I mean, my my next one is is a is a, another concept. So why why don't you? Uh, okay. Give, so give me one of your concepts. Well, on the uh, uh, heels of Fire Emblem Heroes, I think something that's really remarkable about the 3DS is how many of those like quote-unquote like full-blown console experiences yes are available on the 3ds like super mario makers on there now uh steam world dig 2 was mm-hmm. released on switch totally available on the 3ds shovel knight that's where i experienced 3ds or uh shovel, shovel knight for first, the first time right. was on the 3ds captain toad's treasure tracker uh, a wii u game that was recently re-released on switch also available on 3ds 
Xenoblade Chronicles 3D, mm-hmm. um, Ultimate NES Remix, Hyrule Warriors Fire Emblem Warriors, Resident Evil Revelations, got it started on the 3DS. Yoshi's Woolly World, uh, uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn, a, cu- uh, a Wii game, but coming out shortly. Same with Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D. Yeah, which is a, the best way to play that game because it doesn't have the like shake controls of the, the Wii version. So it's just like there are so many amazing like console-sized experiences that yep. are possible on the 3DS. Yeah, and that's a, f- that's from such a wide uh, you know library. We already mentioned uh, the Zelda Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time, but also um, the Star Fox 64 is another one. Like you can go back to like the entirety of. I guess there aren't any GameCube games. Now that I'm thinking about it, but Nintendo 64, Wii, Wii U, and Switch, uh, four different console generations of like 3D fully fledged experiences are represented on this system and in like a lot of cases definitive ways it's remarkable yeah it's uh i don't know i'm i'm we're talking about it and i'm just like consistently blown away with how good the 3ds library is yeah it's it's crazy um i, I guess I'll, I'll just keep keep this uh little train going here uh this is also a place where you can play a ton of super nintendo games um, most of them are first party, but Capcom also brings it. Um, there are uh, like different versions of Street Fighter 2 and Street Fighter Alpha. I think maybe Street Fighter Alpha 2. Um, all three Final Fight games, uh, two Breath of Fire games, uh, Super Mario World, Link to the Past, Super Metroid, Earthbound, um, uh, and a bunch of other stuff from Nintendo's uh, like Super Nintendo library are available on the virtual console on this thing only on the new 3ds uh but they're there and it's like there's there was a long time especially before the uh nes classic came out where it's just like or the snes classic came out which is like yeah this is where i can play super nintendo games and i can play them on the go i can't for all the great games i have on my 3ds the one i probably play most frequently is super mario world it's a great game, and like maybe we don't need to rehash that it's a great game, but like you can play it on your 3DS. It's crazy. And all of these games that we're talking about are just like a drop in the bucket. Yes. Of, uh, there are so many games that I know by reputation that yes. I haven't played myself. Like there, are, if you are a JRPG fan, the 3DS lousy. Is, yeah. Like, there are so many Etrian Odyssey games on this platform. I've never played an Etrian Odyssey. No. But they're supposed to be great. Right. Well, and there's, a like, a, that Persona Q2 um, is also out there. The Bravely games. We haven't even talked about those because neither of us have played them. But Bravely Default and Bravely Second, those are both uh, 3DS games. Uh, the Monster Hunter games before Monster Hunter World. Uh-huh. These were, like, the uh, most recent, maybe, like, best versions Remember when F- Square Enix did the Final Fantasy Rhythm game? Like oh, yeah. Theater Rhythm or the whatever. Theatrhythm. Theatrhythm Final uh-huh. Fantasy. Uh, Mario Kart 7 we didn't even talk about. Right. Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion Dark of the Moon. Right. Remember when Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater 3D was a 3DS game? Yeah. Why not? You can play Metal Gear Solid 3, arguably one of like, like the good one. <laughs> <laughs> you can play on your 3DS. Metroid Samus Returns. Oh man! Well, I for, I forgot I Mark I straight forgot about that game. That's an excellent game. Two 
uh, really good Dragon Quest games. One I bought and never actually got to a battle, Dragon Quest Seven, <laughs> and Dragon Quest Eight, which I can vouch for, even though I didn't play it on the 3DS. It's just like there is so much to the Nintendo 3DS's library, and uh, without even getting into the virtual console stuff, it's an it's a such a good platform and basically indestructible. Well, yeah, and that that's a, that's a beautiful thing about it. I like that we've been talking about the 3DS's library and how great it is for a little over half an hour, and we haven't used the P word yet. There are like, I don't know, a dozen Pokemon games on this thing. Oh yeah, and like they're good. You know, if if you want to play the newest in Pokemon games, if you want to play Sun and Moon or uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. They're there. If you want to play red and blue and yellow, they're there. Like, there's there's so much Pokemon on this thing um, that you could have one of these systems that's just your designated Pokemon system, and that would be fine. You would have too much to play. Yeah, like you were saying with Zelda, there's, uh, from, like, the beginning of Zelda to the most, to, yes. like, really recent Zelda, that's how it is with Pokemon as well. Yeah. It's insanity. Do, do you have other uh, other points on there? To no, bring that, up? We've, that, we've blown through my list. That's pretty much it. Um, I didn't mention Kid Icarus Uprising because uh, it's a pain to play. Um, I sure wish that they would uh, like patch in some like dual stick controls or like let you use the the thumb nub to to control stuff. But the way it is right now, it's kind of I- impossible to actually control. Um, but if that's the one negative thing ish we have to say about the nintendo 3ds yeah is that a game that i still do like isn't perfect (laughs) well yeah okay that's fine and i mean there are uh you know seven out of ten experiences in here like all over the place you could play a bunch of uh good games forever i mentioned quickly uh dylan's dead heat breakers it's a game i played for like a weekend um but there's a ton to it like alternately uh, a racing game and like a sort of tower defense game and then sometimes just like a straight up brawling kind of game and with like role-playing elements to it that these there's just so much so many weird experiences yeah we saw we did see nintendo get weird like remember steel divers yeah sure like that uh it's like a submarine like a submarine like 3d game shigeru miyamoto worked on that i think why not (laughs) (laughs) gotta work on something it, yeah, it's just it's it's an absurdly big library, and you know one of the like nice little features of it uh, of the uh, 3ds is that you know these games the baseline for these games is uh, so much less expensive you know forty versus sixty dollars, and because they're Nintendo games they don't really come down in price, but you know the, a lot of the games are getting the the select um, treatment, um, and you know twenty bucks for. Uh, you know any of these like really triple A Nintendo quality you know n- uh, titles um, is great. All right, Mark, we have done it. We have celebrated the 3DS. Let's close out this topic. But did we forget something? I probably, don't know. probably. I'm sure we did. The again, the Nintendo 3DS library is vast, mm-hmm. and you and I have specific interests yes that's right Uh, again it took us over half an hour to even mention pokemon (laughs) sometimes i think we're bad pokemon fans (laughs) i'm not mad about it or upset about it but sometimes i think we're bad (laughs) 
Um, but if you would like to write in with your experiences, what are you actually loving about your 3DS? We didn't mention the uh, remakes of the Mario and Luigi games. Two oh, of them. Yeah. And they're both good. <laughs> um, anyway, if you would write into us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com and just let us know what it is that you're loving about your 3DS. Street Fighter 4 was on there. Is that crazy? That's crazy. We didn't even mention a new Super Mario Brothers game. Yeah. One that neither of us have played. But <laughs> That's probably why we didn't mention it. <laughs> good, good point. Anyway, please uh, write in and let us know uh, what your favorite experiences were on that thing. Or if maybe we were rating something uh, too highly and you think that we're wrong. You can email us, but I will ask you to hold a civil tone. Thank you. Remember, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. All of that helps us out tremendously. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nin Cart Society. We also have a Facebook page. That's just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Uh, Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by 8 Betty. You can get more of his music by going to 8BitBetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers, almost forgetting about Pokemon. Thanks for listening. Campfire.